spend time on ourselves, you know, and, 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 and everything else and anything else. And we kind of just, you know, sometimes we give just God like a prayer or maybe a little Bible verse at the end of the day. Just like, sorry, I haven't had time. You know, I really want to, but, I, you know. And, you know, this is why we can feel dead to God. I mean, some of us might be questioning and say, well, okay, Jack, well, you said, like, you know, if, if we're progressing, then that's confirmation. But I don't feel like I'm progressing. I'm stagnant or I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm just dropping altogether. So what's that? You know, and, and, and that is sometimes we, we, we just, like I said, we just give in. We don't fight. Or we just don't rely on God whatsoever. And we don't give him anything. You know, and this is how we quench the spirit. This is how we, why we can feel dead to God. Or, or this is why being a Christian just feels so hard. You know? Thing is, you know, we have the power in Christ to fly. And yet most of us choose to crawl in the mud and dirt. You know? Of our own efforts in the world and going back to living just for, you know, for ourselves. Or, try, or, or being re- religious or, 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 or trying to honour God but just doing it on our own. And there are consequences to this. I mean, this is why I believe that the Western church leads to pragmatism. Okay? You know, they're more concerned with the ratings and the way we do things rather than just biblical truth and the power of God. Uh, thinking that, maybe not our church, but there are loads of churches that do, you know, in the West, in both UK and America and Europe and wherever. And, and, and they, think, they think we know how best how to increase God's kingdom through our efforts. We'll do this. We won't do that because that's, people aren't liking that. So we'll do this, you know. And, and it's a shame because, you know, what? The, the church, a lot of the church is so far from knowing, really knowing the Holy Spirit that they substitute integral things the church has needed for the past two millennia, which is teaching, fellowship, prayer, breaking the bread, all very scriptural things, and they swap them out for human stuff. They prefer entertainment, you know, because that's more fun, it draws more people in, and, and they use deception, you know, to fool people in, you know, and so they're just trying to excite people and fool people into knowing Jesus, and, they, and, they don't men- and some people don't mention him up front. I've been to churches where they don't even mention him at all, you know, and they don't do it because, you know, mentioning Jesus just doesn't produce good results. It's ridiculous. You know, we do away with what's considered boring or hard to swallow and instead make it fun and light so it won't offend and so it looks just like the world that they know to make the transition easier. Because, hey, we know best. And Christians in this age have just become far more concerned with a sermon's length than its content. Bet some of you are going to stop watching the clock now, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, gone. But seriously, you know... Look. The, the result of all of this, of just us working, of just us working, is, is high numbers but dead faith. Okay? Christians that bear the name but not the life. And, that's, and all because other Christians are just too scared to tell them straight. Or too scared to rely on God. Oh, they might run away. They might not like that. Well, guess what? Jesus wasn't popular. You know, I mean, you look and there's like this multitude of crowds that follow him, but they come just to see the miracles and he turns them away. He's only interested in the people who actually cares about him and his message. You know, and here's the other thing. The church is supposed to be different. It's not supposed to look like the world. It's not supposed to resemble the world in any way. That's the whole point of it. It's supposed to stand out. That's why Jesus says you're the light of the world and all that. Well, light contrasted with darkness, that's a big difference. You know, even, and we have to be so, even if some people find it offensive and hard to hear, you know, even if people walk away and never come back, we have to continue being the way we're supposed to be, how Jesus says we're supposed to be. 
Because here's the thing, if, if you want to see results in church, the answer is not to abandon the things we need and make it more entertaining, it's to get more involved with the Holy Spirit. You know? I mean, uh, we've just seen it's him who changes us through, you know, uh, sanctification and all that. So why are we trying to win others with our own efforts and our own ideas? There's nothing wrong with good ideas, but replacing the things that are integral to God and, 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 and losing God in the process, that's not acceptable. I also believe this is, <laughs> let's go away, because that's kind of an off topic about the whole church. But if we go back into our individual lives, I believe this is why we struggle so much to live a Christian life. I really do. For, for those of us who are finding it hard, um, I, I believe there's a reason. We've just forgotten about the Spirit and neglected him. Um, and so the weight of being like Jesus, that's a big mantle, you know. Uh, and even just to keep reading the Bible every day for crying out loud, you know, it just feels too hard. It's too immense. And here's the thing. If, if you want to see results, real results in and progress in people coming to God and us developing more in our faith, then we need the Holy Spirit. He needs to change us. We need to be partnering with him, not just doing it ourselves. We need Jesus living in us rather than just ourselves. And we need less human effort and more of God's power. Okay? And so when we wander away from his power, it causes us to trust too much in our own abilities and our actions. And here's the thing, I, I, I don't know if you noticed, we only achieve human-sized results in our faith, in winning people to the gospel. It's only human-sized, okay? See what, we see, what we see or think as progress by our own efforts is actually laughable to God. It's laughable. And so, so here's the thing, I want to see his version of progress, don't you? I want to see his version of progress. You know, like, like we looked at last, uh, last week, in, uh, not last week, sorry, the last time I preached, uh, which is, you know, Paul's progress in Philippi. Uh, Philippi. You know, he, you know he, he saw people's hearts change, people delivered and healed from slavery to sin and all of this, and, and, you know, him getting by, and it was all God's power, not Paul's. I want to see something like that, you know? Not scared at the people who will reject, but being encouraged by the people who will accept, you know, because of God, <laughs> I mean, how much healthier our church growth would be and how much our own individual spiritual lives and relationship God would be if we just relied on God rather than ourselves. But in order to do this, it's going to require some changes in the way we live. By the way, if you're already living like this, bless you. Keep going. I would say you're doing good, but God's doing good. But you're doing good in getting closer to God. But, but for those of us who are kind of losing it, this, this requires some change. I mean, yes, it is God who changes us, but we have to remain connected. We just have to. You know, where, uh, Jesus has this parable about the, the, the vine and you're the branches, right? I mean, if, if you're connected to the vine, you're going to have life. If you deconnect, then you're not getting anything anymore because you're disconnected from a plant, right? You, you need the nutrients and all of that. So we need to be connected. You know, we have to throw off every weight that hinders us, everything that holds us back. We have to battle sin and our old self and the world and the devil, which are crazy enemies, uh, in order to stay close to God. But don't forget, it gives us power to do so. But, but if, if you're struggling with this, I, I want to give you a verse. And this, is, this has helped me to great effect. I've only, I've only had this the last month or so. And I want to encourage you, you know, I'm going to put it up. I encourage you, write it down, learn it off by heart, word for word, live it out. That's what I've been doing. It's been really helping me a lot. So I just want to share that with you guys to, to help you. 
So, so this is the verse. It's from Galatians. It's Galatians 6. And it, uh, Galatians 6, 8. And it says, for the, for the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. That's what they gain. But the one who sows to the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, will from the Holy Spirit reap eternal life. Right? We get a choice. Every single day, every single minute, we get a choice. What am I going to do in this situation? Am I going to sow to me? Or am I going to sow to God? If I sow to me, I'm going to decline. If I sow to God, I'm going to go up. Okay? And, and it says, and it says after that, it, uh, I haven't written that one, but it says, and let us not grow weary of doing good, right? Of sowing to the Spirit, because in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Okay? Sometimes it's not just, you know, you go to God and then, oh, nothing happened. No, you have to keep going to God. Keep going to him. You have to keep it up. Right? And you will reap. Right? You will see progress. You will. If you do this, if you take, if you take this verse, if you, if you memorize it, I mean, I, I've, I've got it so every time I'm about to do something, I'm like, oh, actually, that, oh, hmm. you know, maybe, maybe this, you know. Not that I do it perfectly. That's not what I mean. But here's the thing. If, if you do this, uh, and, and you choose to sow to God rather than yourself, you know, then you will start to see the Holy Spirit take over. Okay? That's what it's all about. Him changing your desires, being able to love God more, hating sin in the world more, which, to be fair, makes fighting sin a hundred times easier. When you hate it, it's easier to not do it. <laughs> you know? So, 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 what, so it's asking for that. And we can ask for that. God, give me desire for you. Give me desire for this. Give me, give me hatred for that thing. I don't want to like it. I like it, but I don't want to like it. You know? And you know, we keep sowing to him. Keep, you know, and and he, he changes our minds, and he changes our hearts, and, and he'll, he'll, he'll open us to know God's will more, and he'll produce the fruit you're lacking that you try so hard to, to scrape together. You know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, they're, they're all fruits of the Spirit, not the fruits of humans. You know, we need him to make those grow. You know, so if we press into him, then he'll make them grow. And we don't have to, oh, I need to be loving. No, no, no. Well, it'd be good to try. But, you know, but you know what I mean? I mean, like, if we sow to the Spirit, he, he produces that in us. And we just find ourselves naturally doing this thing. Oh, I was awfully kind today. I didn't expect that. You know, um, whatever, right? You know, if, here's the thing. If you are a Christian, then you are a saint. Okay? In Christ. Okay? Which means you have entered the process of sanctification. Okay? If that is true about you, then let those of us who are saints then keep to the process and not abandon it. Okay? Because if we abandon it on our part, nothing's going to happen. Right? I mean, God will eventually discipline us and kick us, you know, and say, get back into shit, come on, you know, eventually. You know, but why, why degrade? Why degrade to that point? Also, some people who degrade, some, some people lose it completely and, and they were never saved. So why, why be in that number of being unsure about where you are? You know? And, 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 and let's not live mediocre, mediocre Christian lives or, or continue just living like we used to. I mean, we died to living like we used to. That's why we came to Christ in the first place. So why should we go back to it? And let's not stop at any point either. You know, comparing ourselves with each other. You know, and becoming happy with where we're at. Well, I'm doing better than him, so I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I'm, I'll just stay here. No, 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 because if you stay there, you'll just stagnate and you'll go down again. You know, our, our measurement isn't each other, it's Jesus. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's quite a standard, so you're not there yet. <laughs> you know, and you never will be. And that's the other thing about sanctification, it will never end. In this whole entire life, it will never, ever end. You will only be completely free from sin when you die. <laughs> 
to look forward to death. <laughs> right? <laughs> and in the meantime, keep progressing. <laughs> right? We progress by pressing into God instead of ourselves. That's how we progress. Okay? Don't need to try so much, we just press into God and let him change us. And so this is the thing, guys. I, w- I, want, <clears throat> I want to see the power of God at work in my life. Okay? And I want to see the power of God at work in your lives and in this church and in the Church of, Eng- the church of England as a whole. I don't mean ex- explicitly the Church of England, but all of it. You know? um, I-, I want to see that. You know, I want to see his power. Because you know, here's, here's the thing. He has overcome the world, not us. And you know, he has overcome um, sin and death and the devil and sickness. I mean, don't, here's my question to you guys. Do you want to see that power in your life increasing every single day? Then let us recommit ourselves to this process of sanctification if we have abandoned it and properly bear the title of saint. Okay, that is what you are. Let us sow to the spirit rather than to the flesh. And in doing so, let's expect him to respond and change us at the deepest level, which is our hearts. Okay? It's a process. It does take time. Don't beat yourself up in the process. Okay? But, you know, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. I mean, I can literally look back on last month and I can think, really, wow, have I actually come this far? You know? It's just been amazing. It's just, God is just amazing. See, I don't just preach stuff, I, I, I try it first, <laughs> you know. But this is, this is, it, it, God is just amazing, how far he brings us. Some of you can say that. You, you can look back and you think, wow, have I really come this far? Not by me, by the grace of God. Okay? Paul says, I worked harder than any of them, but it wasn't me. It was God. You know? I'm going to end with a quote from Francis Chan from a good book. I recommend you read it. Forgotten God, it's called. And I bet I haven't put it up. (laughs) I'll read it out. (laughs) Obviously, I've skimped a bit on the presentation today. I apologise. I hope that our experience with the Holy Spirit would be day by day, even moment by moment. That by keeping in step with the Spirit, sowing to him and all of that, we might regularly fellowship over what he is doing than what he did months or years ago. Let us pray. Actually, can, can we all pray standing up? Sorry, please do. Dear Father, dear, dear Lord, wow, it's a lot. And <laughs> to be fair, uh, anything to do with you saving us is so much to take in. It's such a big, like, wow, you know. And uh, But you know what? You, you are incredible. Thank you that you didn't destine man for destruction, but you saved us. Thank you that before we even came on this earth, you already knew us before Adam and Eve. You know, thank you you loved us and you've saved us. Thank you that you've come into our lives and, and, and you have declared us righteous, that you have declared us sinners because of Jesus. Thank you so much, Jesus, that you have taken us. Thank you so much that you've given us our, your righteousness. Thank you. 
That's amazing. It's not something you had to do. I thank you so much. And, and, and I, I just thank you as well. That you, you don't stop there, but you are, you are at work within us every single day. That daily we can repent and turn to you. You know, and we should. And I just, I just want to thank you, you know, that we can rely on your power and not just not be overcome with having to do it all ourselves. You know, I thank you. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you continue to help us, that you continue to, you know, uh, boot us every time we, we, we kind of we stop you altogether. You know, I, I pray, help us to get back into just giving to you, spending time with you, finding time with you, actively looking for stuff. Help us to do that because it's so easy for us as, as, as humans just to fall back into stuff. And we pray, please help us and save us once again and again and again. Let us keep serving you and looking to you so that you can change us in our lives. That's what we want. You know, that's how it's going to be. That's what we want. Oh, Jesus, continue to help us. Just keep your eyes closed, heads bowed and all of that. I, I just want to say, you know, if you don't know Jesus today, then I want you to listen to this, okay? The Bible says all have sinned. That includes you, okay? And the penalty for that sin is death, right? And yet Jesus died to pay that penalty for you. He's, he's already done it, it's clear, okay? But you, need to, you just need to respond to it, to accept it. It's already done, you might as well respond to it, right? If this is, if this is you, then I, I just want to say this is what Jesus actually says to you. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. Learn from me and you will find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Okay? If you do this and you do respond, then your sins will be forgiven and you will experience eternal life with God. Okay? He promises it. You won't perish. He won't reject you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've come from, what you've done. He says, whoever comes to me, I will not cast out. Okay? I, so listen to his invitation. I beg you. And here's the thing. Guys, if, if, uh, for, for those of you who do know Jesus... Um, yet have wandered away from what we've been talking about, wandered away from him, or, or if you're just sick to death of trying and trying to change and do what is right, read your Bible, pray, what, you know, not join in with your mates at work or school, or, or just find it hard to, to, to love God or do anything that pleases him. If, you, if you're in that state and you want to stop you know, all that trying and, receive, you know, and you want to receive God's spirit and power to trust him, and you want to rededicate yourself to that process of sanctification, to be a, really a saint, then I want to say the same words to you from Jesus. He says this to you, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls, because my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. You just make it too hard on yourselves.